Hi everyone, we're starting a new series entitled Heart Health. The human heart is about the size of a clenched fist and is located in the thoracic cavity between the sternum and the vertebrae. It's the pumping mechanism that uses the blood vessels as transportation system to deliver essential minerals to the body and to carry away waste products. Okay, The heart is the central part of our physical body. It is the main organ that will fail the last and when it does stop working, it's, it's just the end of us. It is the engine that allows every part of our being to function. Without our heart, we cease to live. While the human body maintains many parts, they're not as critical or essential as the heart. See, the word heart is used also as an analogy or a symbolism of where your mind, your will, and your emotions are attached to. It speaks of your inner desires, your convictions, your conscience, your true intentions, your wants, and your needs. It also connotes love and feelings for something or someone. We use the phrases, I love you with all my heart, or from the bottom of my heart, or what is your heart trying to tell you? Or some people will say, follow your heart, or home is where the heart is. It's symbolic of love and affection, meaning and priority, purpose and posterity, something that you prioritize above everything else. But what does the Bible say about the heart? While the heart is the main organ of our physical body, it is also the center of our spirituality. It speaks of our individual wants and desires. It speaks of our character, our nature, our well-being, and who we are as a person, as an individual. Everything we do, say, or respond, the way we live, the way we treat people around us, the way we view life, flows from our hearts. That's why the Word of God says, above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Your heart is your life. It is our job and our duty to take care of it. While the heart is fragile and sensitive, can also get cold and callous. It can also get hurt. In our life journey, the heart will go through the hills and the valleys of life. We may be full of life or be embittered by things and events that take place in our lives. Although the heart may be a very complex part of our being, it is also very delicate and free. Remember, it was fearfully and wonderfully made by our God. We are created in the image of God. This doesn't refer to how we look physically, but in a sense, we have the same spiritual nature as that of God. We're not just a physical being. We are a spiritual being. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that the problem of the world can be summed up in a three-letter word. Still remember? How of you would recite it? Yes, sin, S-I-N. It's because of sin that we're experiencing all these troubles that we're ex- experiencing. Hardship, emptiness, hopelessness, fear, anxiety. Sin is the cause of wars, wars that are going on around the world. Greed, lust, perversion, graft, corruption, extortion, bribery, fraud, exploitation, crime. It destroys families. It destroys communities. It destroys nations. But where does it all come from? It comes from the hearts of men. While it is the source of life, darkness can creep into our hearts. We can be deceived by the world, by our enemy, Satan. That's why we have to guard it, create walls to protect it. 
The prophet Jeremiah mentioned this. He said, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? My first point, the heart. Folks, listen to this. The heart is deceitful. What does deceitful mean? It, it comes from the root word deception, actually. Full of deceptive things. Deceptions are things that are either untrue or partially true or they're pretending to be true. In short, it's a lie. Satan is the father of lies. While lying and deception comes from Satan, telling the truth or the truth itself is from God. Another meaning of deception is to ensnare or to cheat someone. While we may say we don't deceive people, there's a part of our sinful nature that does. Don't you think? That's why we have to constantly check our hearts. Deception is the scheme of the, en scheme of the enemy. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the world. Satan is the serpent of old. He deceives the world. The same serpent who deceived Eve at the Garden of Eden is the same serpent I'm talking about here. How was she deceived? What was the devil's way of deceiving Eve? Okay. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, this was the serpent talking to the woman, to Eve, he says, did God really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Did God really say? Did God really say you can't enjoy it? Is there anything you can't do? Is it really bad? Did God really say you should not? This is now a question that stirs up confusion. The woman said to the serpent, serpent, we may eat fruit from the tree, trees in the garden, but God did say, he responded, she responded to Satan, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. Otherwise you will die. But God did say, she was sure. But here is where the devil lied to her. Said, you know what? You will not certainly die. Okay. The serpent said to the one, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. How many times has the devil lied to you? He lies to you about everything. He lies to you about your past. You're not worthy. You can't do it. You won't accomplish much. Okay. He tells you, you will have a better life if you do this. He will make you lust after things. He will make give you the lust of the eyes and the flesh. So it continues, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food. Mm, how many of you love food? <laughs> and he saw, she saw that it was pleasing to the eyes and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate it. You see, not everything that is pleasing to the eye is from God. Not everything that tastes good is healthy. Not everything that you wish for will be good for you. Sometimes God withholds things so that your hearts will be on the right path. Have you experienced that? Where God withholds things from you so that you will not desire anything more than Him because He knows that when you do desire it, it will never fill the emptiness in your heart. Again, it talks about the lust of the eyes, but this time he added gaining wisdom. The serpent was enticing her with 
the pride of life. How many of you take pride in your wisdom, in your being smart? Sometimes being wise and smart makes us prideful, right? And then it says, And the Lord God said to the woman, What is it this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and so I ate. At the end of the story of the fall, she said, I was deceived. So what caused the deception? For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. So what's the root cause of being deceived and being lied to? Again, the root cause of deception are the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, the pride of life. Can't you see that everything, most of the, if not all the sins that we, we commit come from these three? All of these three are from the world. They're not from God or from his kingdom. My second point, you better guard yourself or guard your heart from the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life. So what's the difference between lusting, by the way, and wanting or liking things? There's nothing wrong liking things or wanting things. God created things. God created the, the desire to want and like things. There's nothing wrong with having things. It only becomes wrong when you want something that is not for you, when you want something that's, that are not from God, or you want things that are not for you now, you want things more than you want God and the things of God. This is called idolatry. You want things with the wrong motive. You want things for selfish reasons. In short, lust, guys, listen to this. Lust can't wait. And lust is not from God because lust is selfish. So guard your heart from the pride of life. You, do you know that you can do things out of pride? Oh, pride is a very powerful force. Makes people do things they don't want to do. Pride is when you are more concerned about what people will think of you rather than what God thinks of you. Have you, have you experienced that? You're more conscious about what people think. And by the way, they don't even care about you. <laughs> pride is when you think more highly of yourself than others. You know, I used to be very prideful. I'm not saying I don't have pride, but I'm just saying I realize that when you think of yourself highly than others, that's pride. That's pride. And I realize everything you have and I have comes from God anyway. Okay? Your, your, your intelligence comes from God. Your strength comes from God. So you should pride. You should take pride in God. See, your good looks... <laughs> good looks comes from God, right? Or whatever you have comes from God. Every good thing that you have comes from God. Eve desired wisdom because of pride. See, is it wrong to have wisdom? No. Then why is Eve desiring, desiring wisdom a sin? Why is that? Because in order for her to have wisdom, for her to have wisdom, she did it by disobeying God. She wanted it so much as to disobey God. See, the end doesn't justify the means. Do you want something so much to the point of disobeying God? Let me submit to you today. That's pride. And then we will make excuses like, well, I'm doing this. It's for my family. Right, so I can give more to others. Friends, even riches is deceitful. There's a verse that says, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth 
and the desires for other things come, come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Wealth and riches is not bad, but it's when the motive of the heart for it is wrong that, that then it starts to deceive you. Folks, there's a very thin line between the love for things and money and God. See, money can become your God. Money can, be, can make you uh, forget God and make people forget God. Money can choke the word of God, making it unfruitful. So wealth is deceitful. The story of Adam and Eve ended up with them hiding. They covered themselves. That's what sin does. It tries to cover up. It makes you want to hide things. She also gave some to her husband. <laughs> she didn't only take it. She gave one. See, I was telling you, it was, it's the woman's fault. No, I'm just kidding. Who was with her? And he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. My last point, guard your heart with truth. The heart is so deceitful that the first person we lie to when we lie is ourselves. Many times so hard to be honest with ourselves. We sometimes live in a lie to cover up our past mistakes, our sins, our hurts, our reputation. But when we begin to be honest with ourselves, the truth shall set us free. So to land this, I want to conclude with this verse. It says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength and my portion forever. How many of you have experienced God's strength? How many of you have failed so many times, even in the past, but God saved you? How many of you have experienced God's love and forgiveness? How many of you have been set free from sin? You're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to the lust of the eyes and the flesh and the pride of life. Folks, this is the reason why Jesus came. He is your strength. He is your truth and your portion forever. The starting point really is Jesus. Why? He said, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So today, for those who, some of you listening today, to start to really have a good heart, a heart for God, it starts with Jesus. He says, for those who haven't received Jesus, and today you want to be set free from your past mistakes, that has been bugging you, the past sins, and even pride. Today you have a choice to reject the truth or receive the truth. You see, the truth is a person, and he is Jesus Christ. 